What is up, ladies and gentlemen of YouTube? Welcome to Taking a Week's Podcast. As I, Paul, not an Apple fan, as always, joined by my co-host Chris from the Good Old Gamer YouTube channel. What's up, Chris? We had a bit of a chat before we went live, but we're live now. So, how are you hey. been? How's things? Uh, everything's going pretty good. Uh, I've been doing a bunch of testing. I have a ton of content coming mm. out. You know that because uh, yeah. I've been sharing with the I've select few. <laughs> yeah, I've been sharing some of the results because some of it's going to be very, very very interesting and way different than uh, we were all expecting but uh yeah so having a lot of fun with that and doing that and then you know we've had pretty good weather so I've been hanging out with the, the wife and kids and going outside and all that stuff yeah. today's kind of dreary and this and that so mm -hmm. like and i just woke up so like i i just slept in way too late for this so i'm like oh i'm tired and it's dreary outside i was like man i gotta perk myself up luckily talking <laughs> with paul always gets me going so yeah i'm doing pretty good man yeah well to talk to that point it i told you it, it'd been raining for a week solid before that wedding that i went to and then it, it was beautiful for the wedding day and then it's been raining non-stop since today it's kind of like well yesterday it was kind of like rain like torrential rain then the clouds would part sun come out like 25 degrees then cool down to like 18 rain again then clouds would part and it's been not like that today it's been the same kind of as like the clouds will come in but no rain and then the sun will come out so it's a little bit better today but yeah we've we've kind of been sucky in terms of like the temperature's been high-ish, but like the just rain, 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 rain. Well, it's springtime. I mean, it's supposed to do that, yeah. but yeah, I'm kind of at the point where I want a nice, just no humidity, a good seventy degree. I think tomorrow we're gonna get it, and I'm gonna be sitting outside just chilling tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like as I said, about two or three weeks ago, I did some weeding in the garden, and I finished, and I was sitting up, I had a beer in my hand, I was sitting up, and it was just beautiful sun. I had I have this uh, LG speaker that came free with my TV when I bought my TV. It's like a hundred and fifty euro speaker that came like as a free gift. And um, yeah, I was just playing music, sitting out in the sun. It was nice. I just want to do more of that. Like that's what I want to do. Light the barbecue, sit the, sit outside right. with my daughter playing, and so on and so forth. Oh, funny story. So I went to the shop today, and my wife's like, "You're not gonna believe this." I was like, "What?" There's like the whole field of cows. So there's a field of cows behind my house right and they decided to let themselves into my garden Um, the battery obviously went dead or something on the electric fence so they just knocked it over and walked in <laughs> so oh there you go yeah yeah beef to go man yeah there, there you, you go. go jensen's in here <laughs> what's up jensen what's up john collins um yeah so it was funny like all of my my whole garden has hoof marks all over it and i was like kit did you dig a hole oh no you didn't dig a hole that's um that's a that's a hoof print right there. Did you do? Oh no, you yeah, didn't. <laughs> luckily, your daughter gets to blame the cows for everything for yeah. a while, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all beef cows, and I have a I have a photo, so I tweeted this. I'll just see if I have it to show you. Um, but it was quite funny. I was cooking some some beautiful beautiful steaks the other day, and like there's the steaks, right? But if I zoom in, if I zoom in uh, up here, you can see the cows. You can see the lads looking at me. There they are come on <laughs> they're judging you yeah, sitting there judging me silently with my beautiful steaks my beautiful strip steaks on the barbecue so <laughs> nice yeah well just tell them that's you in a few weeks or years <laughs> yeah so yeah so obviously we're both ready for nice warm good weather before you get to the summer mm -hmm. when it's hot humid and awful so i think most most of the boys probably agree with that yeah. one yeah 100 percent 
I think the guys, they're pretty interested in all of this uh, tech stuff. I see a lot in here. Got Seth saying he's still rocking his 5800X. I think these guys are ready for it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Emrich is in the house. All right. What's up, man? Yeah. Are they in the house for, for, for Zen 4? Like, it looks like Zen 4 is going to be launching pretty quickly, right? It, by, like, yeah. You've got those motherboard leaks. Well, leaks as in, like, it's i wouldn't even call it leaks it's kind of nearly promotional i think i think one or two of them was pr so like directly from the company yeah so there's like the 60 what's it x670e for extreme (laughs) yeah and i think we could start start there like why that's a thing (laughs) yeah so you were talking about this about a year or so ago you're saying that they were going to do a kind of a breaking up of the the high-end dislikes this looks like the first steps towards that like let's break up the the high end have two platforms you know um while these will probably use ever like they'll probably use the same cpus across the board um you can only see like another generation maybe or two where these two cpu platforms diverge to where you can only have a certain cpu on one and a different cpu on another one maybe the apus on one and maybe a the the high-end extreme desktop on the other one right like you could you could see that happening in the future um and i just find it funny that you predicted this happening and it's starting to happen um so i think what it is is that the e ones will have pci express gen 5 across all of the lanes and then the non-e ones will have pci express gen 5 just on the pci express bus like on the pci express uh the gaming slot yeah, the gaming slot yeah Am I wrong in that, or is there... Yeah, maybe I think maybe actually... they probably have an option, maybe. I don't... Yeah, the only thing that they said definitively was the E-Edition has PCI Express 5 point blank in the period. It didn't say where, it just says that it will have it, yes. Uh, theoretically, you can get an X670 uh, board that's all four. Like, the mm. motherboard manufacturer has the option, which is stupid. I think that this is really dumb. AMD should not be giving these guys options. On these, it's this platform does this, and this is how many lanes you have, and these are the slots you're going to use. Yeah. Basically, take away any sort of uh, decision making from the motherboard manufacturers. Just go; yeah. they're all the same. Just you know, make them the best overclocker, make them thicker, do that sort of stuff. That's the only difference. Throw more RGB on there. Uh, basically, what Intel did. Um, you know, you can split it up. You can have more NVMEs, or you can have more PCI slots, like that sort of thing. But that should mm-hmm. be the only sort of option that yeah. they should have. Yeah. But no, apparently AMD is letting them do basically whatever the hell they want. Mm-hmm. So what that says to me is, yeah, X670 non-E is going to basically just be maybe like B660 plus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because you don't know what you're going to get. Some of them might be really good. Some of them, are, they're just not. Yeah. Um. So th- that to me is going to be the platform nobody's going to want. You're basically going to be a b650 person or you're going to be getting the extreme edition Mm -hmm. i I think that that one's basically dead but what i think the the extreme version really is is kind of like what you were saying i I think it might be the only platform that supports the 170 watt chips i think they might start the segmentation now um i think that they may go that route they may not but just to guarantee that it gets enough power phases and that the motherboards are good enough they might be like this this is only guaranteed to work on this board, and if the other manufacturers want to make it work on the lower ones, they can. Mm-hmm. I think AMD might go that route. Uh, and it'll probably have more PCIe buses. 
um, to compete with Z690 because I think the chipset on Z690 has like 28 lanes or something by itself plus what's on the CPU. Uh, so I think AMD is like, yeah, we need to have that sort of like pseudo HEDT platform as well. So that's that's my yeah, thought. Yeah, I that. think I think you might be right. Like it, it could AMD could even do it. Like you know, we will leave, we'll leave it up to the motherboard partners to decide whether they support the 16 core or not. And it, like it will come with a support 16 core or whatever. I don't know. Um, there was rumors that there's going to be a 24 core as well. I don't know how. I don't know. I. I, I had a row. So basically, let me let me tell you the time frame. So I had a guy who told me core count was going up on X670, right? I was a pretty good leaker um, and had a row with him when um, Executable Fix said it wasn't happening with 16 cores. So Executable Fix was the one who leaked the, the IHS and so on and so forth for Zen 4. And I said, okay, like, it may, are you sure it's not going to be? And he says, no, man, it's not going to be. So I was like, okay, because as I said, I don't, I don't speak to leaks unless I just, I just like to know what's going to happen next and maybe give a nod and a wink in occasional videos. So I was like, okay, right. So I, I basically told your man to go fuck himself, right? I was like, don't tell me shit that's not real, mate. <laughs> like, what the fuck do you think I am? And now they're talking about 24 core. So that's my only inkling on whether there was going to be a 24 core one. Um, and I told you point blank. Remember, like a, f a few months ago, I said like there's not going to be any more. And that rumor came out now that there's going to be 24 cores. I don't believe it. I will be frank. I don't. I don't believe it. I think we're going to be 16 cores again. Um, I like in order to do the 24 cores, it would need a third uh chip, a third um die, right? That's what it would need in order to do that. Because as far as I understand it, it, it is in fact it's still eight, yeah. eight cores CCDs. So yeah i i don't believe it is is the way i'm putting it here but it could it could happen functionally it could happen i mean it's only rejigging the ihs rejigging the io die and then putting it like it's not an architectural change that would need to get, need to happen it's just adding a you know it's it's just adding well, another, i mean i mean let's and let's think about this so we're just talking about how amd is trying to basically make the high-end ryzen's an hedt mm -hmm. platform if they're charging, let's say these boards are $400 plus, which they likely will be. Like, these are going to be HEDT level motherboards. Then why wouldn't they throw like a two or $3,000 24 core on mm -hmm. there to really solidify? And it will only work on the Extreme Edition boards, by the way. Like, that one will be like this only. Um, I think that it's, it's theoretically possible that they could do it. And I think they're going to test the waters. I, I think is what they're going to do and see if the market would bear it um, because the super high core count doesn't really matter to the gaming community. It's going to mean nothing. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, basically you want the best one single chiplet thing that they have for gaming. That's always going to be the best option. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think that they're going to test the waters and it really, mm -hmm. we'll know more next week. Let's put it that way. <laughs> we'll yeah. know more in here in just a few days. Yeah, injuries like uh, they should have done a twelve core CCD. Um, I think that's Zen five, me. Um, I honestly don't know, but I I think like I've had that mentioned to me before that Zen Zen four will be oh, Zen five. Sorry, Zen five will have an increased core count CCD. But as I said, like these, 
I've tried to tell, tell people before behind the scenes it's like people will tell you things and you go oh right that sounds good and the only ones you really believe are the ones who never let you down before the ones who just tell right. you things in passing and a lot of like a lot of people say sources but it's it's just a load of guys on Twitter DMing each other that's the reality of the sources it's just dudes DMing each other on Twitter and uh, people tell me things and I go oh that sounds interesting or that doesn't sound interesting um, you know Paul Paul from Red Game Tech me and him me and him have a good relationship but he he's hasn't said to me and I haven't said to him that there's more than eight six sixteen cores it would make sense as you say Chris like let's 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 cut this off here let's do a 24 core right and maybe like you know you could do uh you could do a i don't know like an 18 core or so i don't know what way you would chop that up what way would you chop that up it'd be like yeah you could do an 18 core like six, yeah six 18 six. yeah three, three yeah. sixes on on the high high end e-boards and then do a you know a 16 a 12 and so on and so forth on the non-e-boards you could do that um, yeah, I, I think the smart way that they'll do it is they'll have a TDP limit uh, mm. for the non-e-boards. Maybe those will be the like up to 125 watts. And we've, we've been hearing the 170 watts for a long well, time. That's what makes and... sense to me then. That's the only thing that jives with that rumor is 175 watts is a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're probably pushing the core. I mean, you could get a 16 core, obviously, that, to chew that up if you're pushing the clocks way past the efficiency curve. So I, I would assume that that's probably what they're going to do. Um, Extreme Edition will be like the 150 watt plus CPUs will only work there. And then the rest will work on all, all of them, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't see any reason why that they couldn't. Denver, thank you for the five. Let's see what Denver has to say on this one. Uh, Zen 2 could have fit three chiplets on 1331 pin. A 17 to 18 pin with five nanometer chiplets could probably fit four to five chiplets if they wanted to with the IO die uh seven nanometer instead of 12 nanometer so denver denver knows a lot about this stuff so if he's saying they they could do it i would say that's probably correct well i'd say they're not going to change the socket anyway so like the socket's going to remain the same for maybe another three generations of cpu so he's probably right like the the uh 17 18 uh could could probably you know do that and as i said it's not it doesn't like that's the beauty of chiplets is it doesn't require a completely let's go back to the drawing board here lads let's talk about um like because that we could be talking about two years of engineering this could require let's change the substrate so that it has three pads instead of two pads let's change the right. ihs so well, it, well, it let's be honest the, the the only limitation from them doing this is memory bandwidth the yeah. dual channel ddr5 is the limitation so once that stops scaling with cores that's where they'll cut yeah. it off yeah exactly exactly and uh like i do you believe that they're going to stay with dual channel for the mm -hmm. whole generation of this board well if you do well then they could definitely do 24 cores straight out the gate they could do it um and you know the reality is intel's gonna do like this is this is in like kind of in the last few months we heard that intel with raptor like is gonna do 24 cores like that's what they're gonna do right 16 and 8 right isn't that what it's gonna do yeah, eight big, sixteen yeah. little. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, it would make sense that AMD went back to the drawing board. Hold on, we're going to need a twenty-four core part here, right? So it could, it it could be a reality, and I I don't want to speak to it because I don't know, but it does. It it, it it's not it's not as like it, it'd be different if they were going to make a twelve core CCD. It's a different thing. That's well, not going to happen. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's years and years of engineering. If it's going to be just three eighths, well then. 
that's not not very difficult to to do in terms of engineering uh, they're not yeah. going to change it but they could fit five chiplets but just not doing it in it first gen okay yeah they're they're not i, I don't think that they will i mean per mm-hmm. the only reason why i think that they would do it on zen 4 is to push the the new agdt mm-hmm. platform and uh, I think they're going to try to phase out Threadripper mm-hmm. is what the ultimate goal is going to be. It's theoretically possible that they may eventually add quad channel to that thing. But mm. but to phase, out, <sighs> to phase out Threadripper, you need to get up into the... At least I'd say you need to have 48 cards, right? Because Threadripper has 64, so you need to have... Well, really I mean, I mean they, could just, they could just stop making Threadripper and go, if you want Workstation, you buy Epic. If if not, here's your other option, and basically just tell people you either spend you either pay us more money for the same thing, or get the the worst thing. Yeah, I think that's and... what they're going to do. I think they're going to do a whole like line of Epic that's a bit cheaper than the data center Epic, like what Intel does. So they've got the the cheap Xeons, cheap yeah. Xeons, yeah, exactly. And then yeah, yeah. the the cheap Xeons, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, like it makes it because we've been talking about this for a while how amd is gonna and as i said the entry level stuff you're just gonna get apus and like i mean that's fine for everyone i'm not i'm not gonna argue about that it is fine but my 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 worry is that these non-e boards are still gonna be 200 plus books <laughs> you know what i mean that's my worry so if, if let's say if we talked about where the e boards are like 250 plus and these boards are like 200 below i could get on board with that or i could but if these eboards are 200 plus i mean they might even be i really plus. struggle yeah to see because i mean it doesn't matter what the chips cost if the platform cost of entry is too high because we already know it's going to be really high with ddr5 if it's too well, high in terms of motherboard well here let, let's get to denver first uh thank you for the two buddy he said my theory is that the uh 670e uh, will have a memory controller as media is doing the doing the uh, the chipset so i don't think so well i mean well his theory is that they'll go with more channels on the e-board we all know when you put a memory controller on a motherboard that adds way too much latency Mm -hmm. that's why the athlon 64 curb stomped the pentium fours because they put the memory controller on the die i think that they'll just use a different io die or maybe it'll switch on when it's on the e-board it's theoretically possible that it can do that. It'll, you know, it'll check the BIOS and go, oh, now we're quad channel. But it'll have to be on the CPU for that. Wasn't the memory controller, is this just me or was it memory controller, even with the core two duos and core two quads, that was still on the board, wasn't it? That's still on the board, yeah. yeah. But that's why they had 12 megabytes of L2 cache to overcome yeah. that. Like, you need, like, absurd... You would need 3D cash to <laughs> to overcome that. Yeah. So that that's just more cost on top of more... Co- it's, no, it's way cheaper to make a larger I.O. die and just not use half the memory controllers on the majority of the chips. Like, that would make more sense. Or what they could do is quad channel would only be available on the 170-watt-plus chips. So yeah. this way, like, the cheap stuff, it doesn't matter anyway. And then they could cheap out on the I.O. die. There's a lot of interesting see that's what's cool about chiplets amd can do a lot of this stuff and it doesn't cost them a whole lot of money to do it um yeah connor i like the sound of x uh x670 extreme Extreme. (laughs) well i mean that's that's what i think it's gonna be but yeah well that's the that's what e stands for apparently is extreme and it's like 
like extreme to me sounds like expensive that's what the, the yes. word extreme sounds like to me I, I i i everyone else sees extreme and goes "Ooh, sounds good i go "Ooh, sounds really expensive i'm gonna skip that and go with the thing that's not extreme thank you very much <laughs> Well, I mean, we already live in a world. I was looking at B550 boards. They're already starting at like $130. Mm. The cheapo $80 boards don't really exist anymore. Or they're like the super shit ones without VRM coolers. and Like the ones that nobody really wants. Because mm. um, even the one that I got, I got the uh, ASRock Pro 4 B550M, whatever. I got it for 80 bucks, And they're now 130 So... B650 is going to basically start at 150. That's probably going to be your 150 to 200 dollars range motherboard. You're going to have the 2 to 300 will be the X670 and then your 3 plus will be the extreme edition. That'd be my guess just looking at current prices of stuff. I think that um in a world where AMD's boards start at 200 bucks, AMD can put their head between their legs and kiss their ass goodbye. I genuinely think that's where it sits. I I would very happily say everyone buy an intel board at that point because i just don't i just don't think that i don't see amd being able to beat consistently alder lake um and like you're going to talk about this later on but like you you can tune an alder lake to make it do ludicrous stuff and i just don't see them being able to put intel in the ground the way they would need to to be able to charge that much money for for uh, I, I don't i don't even think it's a want uh, like to me it just feels like that stuff was just so under uh you know they were just so cheap for so long like like i said i used to buy really decent motherboards for 80 bucks um now now they're up you know almost double the price um and i think that that's just due to the cost of materials and shipping and everything i think a lot of that is due to that that's why like if you see the alder like uh motherboards they're all pretty expensive and we're like why are these expensive i think just amd had a lot more in the channel that mm -hmm. were sold at those lower prices but now they're starting to inflate uh i just think that that's just the new that's what they cost the yeah. new you know post inflation post post all this stuff mm -hmm. i think motherboards have just gone up quite a bit yeah i just i just, I, I just don't see because as i said you can get it you can get a b660 from intel i was looking at the prices you can get a b660 for like 100 bucks easy in ireland mm. right so euros wise like right and then you go and look at what's the cheapest decent board you can get in the b550 range and it's like 150 and i'm like okay that's not a big deal but when it starts to get to 200 mate like it starts to, and, and there's talk of like them not doing b660 till next year you mean 650 b650 sorry b6 b650 till next year uh, i mean it makes sense yeah you get yeah. into a realm of like amd is going to have a hard time shipping product i think with this gen mm. if the cpu goes up in price which i do expect that to happen so i expect like it could be 900 bucks for your top end product if it's 16 core it could be like you know 500 i uh, should be 550 for the 12 core could be 500 for an eight core or it could be and it could be 350 for a six core like, i could see that happening and then you throw on ddr5 on top of that ddr5 is what is it now for a decent 32 gigabit gigabyte kit 300 well bucks. That, that that's the other thing there is no decent ddr5 yet. yeah yeah but like just oh, let's, no, no, sorry no, no. let's bargain basement ddr5 how much is bargain basement ddr5 uh 250 for 32 yeah. gig so, so it's about an extra 100 yeah and then yeah so an extra 100 and then as i said and then you've got the increase and then you go into the board and the board's got so you could be talking about a 300 dollar extra 
cost of entry for well yeah these are gonna be huge mm. i would not expect there to be less than a 12 core at launch maybe an eight core but i would assume that they're only going to launch the 16 and the 12 until next year mm. um they're only going to go for the high-end stuff this time mm. around i would figure like i said maybe the eight core to get some of the normies in there they can't wait um but there's not going to be a six core uh at launch i don't think yeah. um because of the high prices and they know that Anybody spending that doesn't want a six core. Most of those people don't even want eight cores. Connor saying so. uh, Alder Lake at 5.2 gigahertz is pretty wild. I think people are underselling uh, Raptor Lake. If you can get a 5.3 gigahertz P core, uh, five gigahertz uncore, and 64 gigahertz, 64 megabytes of cache, man, that's going to be amazing. I think I seen rumor. I don't know whether, tell me whether this is out there in the wild or not. But Alderdike's going to be over 5.5 gigahertz, I think, single core next generation. So like... You mean Raptor? Raptor, sorry. Raptor Lake's going to be 5.5, 5.7 maybe? I don't, I don't even think it matters. Uh, what was it? Uh, <sighs> Ivan and I were talking about this the other day. They're they're going up 75% on their L2 cache, and they're going up 20% on their L3 cache, mm. um, which means this thing's going to be wildly faster than Alder Lake um so that 10 percent number was probably a debate because just from that alone is probably 20 to 30 percent but you're forgetting like, you're forgetting you're getting total cash numbers that are doubling the lower core count stuff so you have to like it's not going to be as much as you think it is because they're they're doubling the the e cores um yeah but you turn those off and then your p cores get all that cash so you get 36 megs of cash on your eight core chip mm. intel's only selling for gamers they're selling eight core chips so you turn on the e-cores when you do productivity and you turn them off while you're gaming. So you're going to have 30. So that's 20% more cash for that. And then I'm talking about the P-Core L2 cache. It's going up 75%. They're going from 1.25 megabytes per per core up to 2 megabytes per core. Mm. So, I mean, that's that's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, from that alone, you're probably looking. It will be competitive with Zen 4. Just from that. Even if clocks regress a little bit, it will still be competitive. So um and like i said just turn the e-cores off don't even use them unless you're using productivity mm -hmm. yeah i i agree but as i said it remains to be seen uh just 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 how much more uh of that cash is involved in those e-cores and you say turn them off a lot of people aren't going to do that and a lot of benchmarks are going to be done um as as it comes right so I'm, i mean intel makes it as easy as possible they make it so you can set up a hotkey to turn them on and off so you don't have to reboot your computer or do nothing all you have to do is hit a button so it's if the user wants to be lazy that's on them but if you want to test the thing properly the entire l3 cache goes to the p cores and then the l2 cache like i said you could break it down yeah. they're getting an extra megabyte on the e cores as well yeah um which is pretty good but that goes away when you turn those off so you uh, do lose the e core l2 cache yeah new doughboy it's not 1300 3900k it's 14900k because intel is superstitious apparently <laughs> i guess uh yeah even uh video cards was having out um uh, their people are telling them that it's gonna be 14 as well so. yeah uh, to be honest, eCore seemed to uh, get double the L2 cache core as well, meaning they mm -hmm. will probably be pretty fast. So uh, don't know if it uh, will be worth turning them off anymore. It's always going to be worth turning them off. You never want to take away L3 cache from your P cores. So anything that takes L3 cache away from those for gaming, just turn them off. 
So until E-Cores have their own pool of cash, I didn't know they that they because that would make them. Slower. I didn't know that they dipped into the L three cash themselves. I need to look at that mm-hmm. core diagram. I, d- I didn't. I thought they. I I I. As far as I understood it, the E cores this generation didn't even have their own L three cash. Mm-hmm. So I understood that, but I didn't know that they're going to keep that up with 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 um Zen. Well, sorry, with um Raptor Lake. I thought they were going to give them their own caches. If they're not going to give them their own caches, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, because it actually makes a lot of sense because if they need to talk to the big cores, they can do it through the cache. So that that's why they keep the unified L3 across all of them. And then, like I said, if you don't need those E cores, you can gain IPC on your P cores by disabling them because they have now have access to all the cache without those guys getting in the way. So it's actually a super smart approach. Ivan went and I went into a big chat about it the other day. I think that this is the right approach for Intel. Mm-hmm. If they're going to stay with monolithic, keep adding the E cores because that'll keep them good in productivity workloads. So this way, AMD doesn't just brothel stomp them the whole time. Mm. And then just keep adding IPC to the eight cores. They can outpace AMD on that single core very quickly. And as we know for gaming, like if you have eight stronger cores versus even a 32 core, but it has half the IPC, that eight core is going to curb stomp the shit out of them. Yeah, and I don't seem to be planning to bring chiplets anytime soon as well. So it's like, yeah, that's their plan is like E cores versus P cores. And that's just, yeah, Intel's modus operandi here. Will there be AVX 512? Though AVX 512 will be on Zen 4. Um, pretty sure about that one. Um, they I, took it They took it off of Alder 3. Yeah, so but, but it's there. I, that makes no sense to me. That makes absolutely... So the, the physical hardware is there. Let's turn off the feature. That makes absolutely no sense to me to do that. But I think AV, I, I, I'm pretty confident AVX 512 is on, on Zen 4. And I don't use AVX 512, have no need for AVX 512, and don't understand why somebody would want AVX 512. But Workloads. That's for workstation-y yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. But it is, um, and oh, um, um, I'm willing to say this on this stream, um, everything I said to you previously about about Meteor Lake looks like it's still the case. So Meteor Lake, expect delays with Meteor Lake is, is all I'm going to say on that one. Um, I had more confirmation from a not somebody I know. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, so Alder Lake looks like it's going to probably on desktop be delayed, so... Yeah, for, uh, sorry, not all the like meteor like meteor like for desktop is definitely probably going to be delayed. So well, like I said, with Raptor Lake looking like it's going to be better than we were expecting. Like I said, now that I know what the cash size increases are, I'm like, yeah, that's going to be plenty good. Um, basically, that's all they needed to do. The e cores was just kind of an added mm. benefit, probably to keep them competitive in you know the, the workstation area. But uh, so yeah, Meteor Lake was back when I was like, they're only getting ten percent. They need something better mm. than that. So. It, I think that Intel is going to be very competitive as well uh, this time around. Maybe actually 512 for scientists. Probably right. Uh, Denver, thank you for the two. I can't wait for OP16E, uh, Raptor Lake Business Desktop. I don't want OP16E. I think 16 efficiency, efficiency cores, is it? Zero P 16E cores. He, basically, right, he, just wanted, he, he just wants the E cores uh, for that. Yeah. I mean, if they keep... I mean, realistically, I don't know why they don't offer that. You know, just like an e-core only for like super low power or atoms. Thing. Yeah, atoms. Basically, the the new atoms. Yeah. 
that would be a beast imagine like a little handheld that had all of the e cores no p cores and they beefed up the i gpu inside of it with the extra space they saved could you imagine what that thing <laughs> yeah would you, do? you take all the space the p cores take up make that the gpu yeah oh like that would be yeah. very beastly very very beastly um, yeah yeah and it, it it needs to happen intel there you go like send me more royalty checks in the mail mate you're no problem there. <laughs> um yeah so the guys are saying rpcs3 really likes the uh, avx 512 right. i've i've tried it i didn't notice anything better about that but uh yeah i mean that's i would say rpcs3 they like throw every bleeding edge technology in there so that that's good spot or use case that our people would use it but they're also saying the e-cores screw screw that thing up mm-hmm. yeah when it comes to gaming turn the e-cores off like I said, uh, I think it's the Intel Extreme Tuning Utility. I think that's the official name. Um, once you have that set up, there's literally you can set up a hotkey, so you can do like Alt F8, boom, E cores are off. Uh, most motherboards even have the option. Like you can go in the BIOS and it's like set up a hotkey, and then it'll just turn them on and off. So it's not like you have to go to the BIOS every time, but literally you can turn it on and off per program that you're working on. Super that's easy. Cool. So. Yeah. What yeah. I found really interesting with the e-cores from the moment that they... So I was really... You know me, I was down on the e-cores. I was like, that makes no fucking sense, right? And um, and then it, I, I kind of started to come around to it. But what really was really cool to me, and I really want to see more of this implementation, was like they were doing like a blender workload and then like uh, an encode or whatever. And, you know, when they shrunk the, the encode it would use the E cores and the blender workload was using the P cores. And then they'd open up the, the blender workload and the, you know, they'd open up the encode and it would use the P cores and the blender workload would use the E core. And I was like, that's a really cool thing. Make, make use of that more often, please. So imagine if they could get to the point where like literally windows was clever enough to never touch the, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's it. I know. But imagine I <laughs> get to the point where Windows never, to never touch the P cores ever and the E cores did everything else in the background. Like that's an easy win if they sit down with aim with with uh, Microsoft and get that working. Like that's a really like that dramatically Fake, would fixing be- Microsoft's scheduler is not easy. Yeah, well I'm asking them to help them <laughs> fix it, right? <laughs> Intel Intel just go in there and do their job for them, but then you'd have AMD. I mean there there'd be a lot of a lot of people get mad about that but um yeah no i agree like that that would be ideal that'd be the ideal use case is uh only use e-cores or if there was just a super easy way uh for windows to understand all right this is a game you know they have game mode for a reason like i would assume the operating operating system understands what a game is uh and then can recognize use all p cores for this all other tasks subjugated to e-cores e-cores yeah yeah would be really maybe eventually cool. but but that would be really fucking cool like like people i don't think people realize how cool that would be that would be like like there's game modes and operating systems game modes and browsers and so on so on so forth and it, it's just a, a task killer basically it just kills tasks but imagine you could just offload tasks to these cores that you don't never use you do not use your e-cores when you're gaming like you just don't so to have them do that amazing imagine you go you, you're streaming imagine you're a streamer and you go you put your stream so obs uses all your e cores and your game uses your p cores could you imagine how cool that would be that's essentially having a two pc system in one pc right, right? the the issue with amd right now is like oh we've got loads of cores don't worry about it but sometimes you know 
AMD, like your 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 Zen Core t- Zero might have to deal with some of that OBS problem, in which case you'll get a frame dip, it, it, like this broken up. Well, I I think you hit the nail on the head. AMD is really two CPUs in one as well. Yeah. Like you only want eight cores doing the game, and then the other eight cores doing OBS. And even for that, you still have to use something like Process Lasso. Mm. Like you can still do that, but you have to manually go in. Yep. Yeah, I think it'd be nice if. Windows would just not be stupid and just yeah. know how to do that. The trouble is, is they'll only add that to Windows 11, and if they're going to continue down that road, you can't can't use Windows 11, man. If it doesn't come to 10, I'm not using it. I've turned off all of my notifications on Windows 11, so window window so notifications all pop up when I'm playing games, and they still pop up while I'm playing games. So I don't understand. Um, yeah, Windows 11. Emirates, thank you for the 10. Uh, for noobs like myself, can you talk about what it is? What is the difference between core uh, on Radeon cards and shaders on RTX cards? Are they equivalent or the same job? They really make one card better. Um, yeah. So uh, I wouldn't call a shader on both cards a core, right? Um, I would call excuse, like a, a a core should be able to fetch instructions, execute instructions, and then write back to memory, right? And shaders can't really do that. So what I'd call is like an SM on NVIDIA, a core, and on in on AMD, it's a compute unit. Um, mm-hmm. that would probably be more accurate. So AMD is at like eighty cores, and NVIDIA is at like eighty four cores right now um that would probably be my uh and there the the difference is is just the way it's instructed nvidia's cores have 128 shaders per uh sm and 64 of those shaders are dedicated fb32 so they do dedicated fb32 calculation the other the other 64 do int and uh, uh fb32 and on amd uh amd's has 64 and they do both but their scheduling is a little bit cleverer so amd's able to not get stuck in this kind of oh we have to half our fb 32 performance when we have to do an int workload because they've got these things called asynchronous compute engines and they've got a clever com- uh, com- command processor i think it's called right that's what it's called yeah. yeah um that's probably the best way to put it yeah nvidia has more just brute hardware on their stuff so you get more with NVIDIA. AMD has the more clever technology. AMD just does more with less. If you want the simple, simple version, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. But in terms of actual core count, like Paul said, it's 80 versus 84, so they're almost the same. That's why you see performance roughly is almost the same. Having more cores doesn't necessarily mean that you win, though. Clock speed is king. Yes. Like, like if you have three times the clock, and half the cores, you're gonna beat the shit out of the other guy because yeah. that clock speed's gonna scale way better. So caches go faster, your command processes go faster, your ACEs go faster, everything goes faster. You're yeah, so it's it's it raises all boats, as Lisa Sue said, right? Yeah, clock speed is always king. Five point two gigahertz AMD versus five point six, five point eight on uh, Intel. It's gonna be a good battle next generation, but LGA seventeen hundred mobiles can use DDR4 that might sway the battle i think that massively sways the battle right it it really does because i mean there's people out there like we forget because we're like we love stuff but there's people out there that want to spend 300 bucks on a cpu and motherboard combo <laughs> mm-hmm. i have a crap ton of content for those guys yeah. coming yeah 
Yeah, AMD was not going to be able to offer that. It doesn't matter. If AMD no. offers you a $150 CPU, that's a six-core next-generation round, they're not going to be able to offer that because they're going to have X670. Let's put it this way. Two, $250 will be the minimum for RAM. That's yeah. the minimum you're yeah. going to be paying for yeah. RAM is $250. So, yeah. you, so just starting there and add up. So yeah. yeah, And $250 minimum for RAM and motherboard, $250 probably minimum for motherboard as well. So you're already blowing all of your budget. <laughs> motherboard and ram before you even bought the fictitious into amd 150 cpu yeah um and then what's really funny is right now ddr4 is still better than ddr5 as long as you do some tuning if you're just an xmp person ddr5 is better but uh you can make ddr4 way faster than ddr5 Mm -hmm. so yeah raptor lake with really good tuned ddr4 will actually be better than the best tuned DDR5 system that AMD can have. So AMD is actually going to be having a negative until DDR5 mm-hmm. gets better. Yeah. And then in the future, it will actually be more comparable, yeah. which is hilarious. But by then you won't give a shit because then 5 will be out or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you'll just buy that. Yeah. So yeah, going go DDR5 now is actually going to hurt them. So we've got 141 people watching, boys. We've only got 50, 50 likes. So can we get a pumping of the stock? Can you guys hit the like button, please? Um, also, I've got to go for, for a piss, man. Uh, oh, all right. I'll chat with the boys. Uh, let's see. Ba, 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 ba. Remember when DirectX 10 was uh, spoken to fix everything? I do remember that. I remember that that was, that was the reason why the 8600 GTS came out with only 32 processors versus uh and the 8800 had 9 128 uh everybody's like oh well it's gonna be so good it doesn't matter and then that was a complete lie um connor saying supposedly raptor lake will be better for doing background tasks uh only on e-cores i think that might be worth uh leaving half the e-cores enabled for that reason i i just disagree what you do is you disable all i don't know when i game i do nothing else turn everything else off maybe discord that's about it um if you're looking for maximum performance that's kind of what you want you want as little things going on as possible on your system and then just give all that cash to the e-course but i mean or to the p-course but it's up to you i mean you have the option which is nice um you know at the very least you can choose what works best for you ddr5 will be useful for apus absolutely uh doesn't vcash mitigate ddr5 latencies no DDR5 latencies cannot I mean it'll mitigate it in the fact that it just won't use the RAM as much but the latency will still be there Uh, plus you're not going to get Vcash on Zen 4 not for a while anyway may never happen honestly Uh, but what about DDR4 boards on AM4 or AM yeah for Zen 4 there will be no DDR4 I'm back all right, Connor and I disagree. Uh, good DDR5 smokes DDR4. That is 100% wrong, unfortunately. Um, you can buy... I can get $72 RAM that's better than any DDR5 on the planet. That's unfortunately the case. Um, this has been tested, and I've seen the results. Even Paul's seen some of the results. Uh, <laughs> so until, DDR, until you get DDR4 or DDR5 8,000... CL32, and that's at, uh, I don't know, whatever it's slightly overclocked is. Until that's a thing, and that's available for, say, $200, DDR5 is worse. So that's the goal. So DDR8000, CL32, $200 for 32 gigs. Yeah. 
Until you get that, it can't be DDR4. New Dollboy, I just want to answer this question. I'm not going to let, let Chris answer this question. Why are you against Windows 11? I have Windows 11. Chris doesn't run Windows 11. I can tell you that Windows 11 randomly used to turn off Discord, crash it, and then just did work again. It works now, so they fixed that, and it used to randomly stop audio from going into my headphones. Still does that if I plug it directly into my motherboard. Luckily, I figured out a fix for that. Right? Windows 11... Uh, has notification pop up so like if you get a facebook message which i don't even have facebook if you get a facebook message or if you get a a, a news update or whatever it pops up the bottom um i have all of them turned off but doesn't matter that i have them all turned off they still pop up <laughs> when i'm playing games or whatever so um yeah windows 11 has lots of and there's loads more issues like that loads of things that are fundamentally broken in windows 11 Chris, I, I think Chris if, Chris, if Windows 11 didn't do all of the shitty things that Windows 11 is trying to do, like make you log in, may, uh, probably trying to put ads into your file explorer, which is all a thing that's probably down the road on Microsoft, I don't think Chris would have a problem with Windows 11 in about a year or two when it's matured. And that's Chris's... Uh, am I speaking incorrectly about that? I think you you would probably adopt Windows 11 in maybe a year or two, right? The if it was is, Windows... If it was basically just Windows 10, yeah. then yeah, I would use it. But it's not going to just be Windows 10. Microsoft has no interest in just letting Windows 10 do the thing. Um, Connor says, no, Chris, DDR4 gets destroyed in productivity. Yeah, but we're not talking about productivity. I don't care about productivity. I only care about gaming. Uh, it's not even close. Yeah, because productivity re requires bandwidth. Gaming requires latency. This mm -hmm. is the difference. This is the two diff fundamental differences between these two pieces of software. Bandwidth, this is the reason why bandwidth is important for like data centers and whatnot, because that's what they use. But you want the lowest possible latency uh, for gaming. Mm -hmm. So you just can't get there yet. The kits just aren't good enough. Was it Ivan was able to get his DDR5 7000 to, to do it, to, to basically match, but he had to water cool the things. He had to use paint thinner to get the damn things off. Like, it's just not there yet. It will get there. It will be as fast, if not faster. Um, it's just not there yet. Know, it'll two take or, two or two three. years. Two years, I think it'll be two, two to three years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, early adopters are going to get screwed with crap RAM. Just is what it is. So your best bet is to stay with DDR4 as long as possible. If gaming is the goal, if that's your primary thing, if you want a game and get the best experience, your DDR4 it up as long as you can, man. Yeah. Well, like when we look at the what's the base frequency of DDR5? Um. You know the way, like DDR4 was 2133. So if you look at wow. over the life lifespan of of DDR DDR4, it went from 2133 to 5000, right, or 5800. I think maybe it might even do like whatever 5500. I can't remember what the max is. So it nearly trip it, it two and a half times. It's it's basic mega transfers per second or whatever fucking unit you want to use, right? So you're gonna look at 4800. A bog standard kit should be doing nine thousand something. <laughs> it's basically that should be a bog standard kit in about two years, and then you should actually have like extreme guys with 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 half that again. So in the twelve twelve hundred mega transfers per second or whatever, like so twelve thousand twelve thousand yes. mega transfers per second, yeah, whatever yeah. twelve thousand megahertz, whatever whatever unit you want to use. But yeah, yeah, so. just take what DDR four is and double. But see, this this is what people don't understand when it comes to RAM for the most part. Uh, you're just doubling your bandwidth, and for games, bandwidth doesn't really matter a whole lot. Mm -hmm. 
because this is where the latencies come in. So, for this example, is, let's say uh, this is why DDR. I talk about HBM versus DDR, uh, GDDR. I'm telling you, that's the problem with HBM as well. That's the problem with HBM is which makes no is sense because it's because cl- it's closer to the die. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make any it sense. Suffers from band. It suffers from latency. Definitely, one of the big problems with HBM. Uh, Connor says, yeah, DDR5 and 4 and gaming is basically the same after tuning. Basically, I guess you could say. But DDR5 is better and everything else. So if you're just gaming, it's not worth it. Yeah, exactly. And you have to understand, most people just game. Mm. Like, this seems to be the biggest problem in, in, I think, our community is because we do productivity on our PCs. Most people don't. Most mm. people don't. I can't name a single person that I know, like, out in in real life like that i hang out with you know invite to the barbecues they only use their pc for gaming mm-hmm. and then they have a separate pc that they use at work yeah and that's they don't do work on their main pc and vice versa and they don't game on their their work pc like they're mm-hmm. completely separate devices that do two completely separate things yeah. um so yeah I, I would argue that the gaming performance and the money that you save is for our community is the better benefit yeah also, boys, I do want to tell us. I do want to push a bit of a stream goal here today. Oh, look, my daughter has a sticker uh, on my thing. But I do want to talk about this. I have to keep talking about this because I want to. I want to make it happen. But um, I'm planning to do a build. If you don't know about it, uh, this thing. Uh, and 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 the the build is I'm going to do Linux. Uh, Chris is gonna come on a live stream on my own channel where he where we talk about where, where I first of all I'll build the thing on my live I'll live stream my channel I'll build the thing, and then um we'll do a Linux PC where uh Chris comes on helps me install Linux helps me get everything working and so on and so forth Chris will be there and then um I'll do it for a month so I'll use it exclusively as my own PC for a month of of Linux use and tell you whether you can use Linux as your PC of choice um what i think of it in the end so that's my 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 intentions but in in order to get there we need donations in order to get the hardware to 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 get into this pc so uh please consider only if you can afford it please help us out with the donations to get there to the to the linux pc build i'll be doing the same on my own live stream that's the the goal i think i need i've got about 400 i need another about 400 or so to get a pc built on that thing and then we should be flying all right, boys. So I'm doing my part. I'm going to be sending Paul a i3-12100 and 32 gigs of RAM. So I've got him covered on that part. So if you guys could help out. And then for my portion, I'm going to need a higher-end GPU. I'm doing a crap ton of CPUs testing. And uh, funny enough, Assassin's Creed Valhalla with a 3060 at 720p medium. Even on slow CPUs, still GPU bound. I was like, <laughs> what the? I was like, what the hell? All right, so I def so I'm definitely waiting till next generation comes out. So we know that those are gonna be stupid expensive. So if you guys want to help and continue the testing and stuff, I really appreciate that. Yeah. So, anyways, um, there we go. LT, thank you for the ten. Yeah, thank you. Say hello uh, to my daughter Izzy Halder. What's up, Izzy Halder? What's going on, Izzy. Yeah, Lieutenant Halder. <laughs> uh, I suppose we call her Private Halder, or captain holder or whatever is below lieutenant well captain it's usually higher I think. yeah um yeah we got the guys now talking about ram just trust me on this guys uh i'll, I'll show you 
Starting tomorrow, videos will be coming out, and we'll be talking about it. And I'll, I'll literally show you the difference uh, that you can get. And yeah, it's a pretty, pretty big deal. Jerry, but, Jerry, 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 Jerry. Paul, not contributing to an Intel bills. Ask Intel for help. That's like, mate, you're shooting, you're, you're shooting, you're cutting your nose off to spite your face there, mate. Like, Intel offers the cheapest, bestest CPU in the whole world at the moment. And you're like, I'm not going to support Intel at all. Yeah, like, in, Intel right now has the best of the best of the best. Not, it's not, AMD's not even close. Like, Intel offers a 12100. That's $100. Like, it, what does AMD offer? You tell me what AMD offers in the same price bracket as that. You reward yeah. companies for doing very good things, and you you don't reward them when they do bad things. AMD currently has a terrible lineup in the low end. At the high end, they're very competitive. But at the low end, they're not so much competitive. So I understand, Jerry. I understand you probably hate Intel for the years of stagnation and quad cores. I get that. I understand that. But right now, Intel's offering you quad core with hyper-threading for 100 bucks. That's the reality of that, mate. Yeah. Well, we, we can go into that all we want somebody said something like that on last week's and i thought about it i'm like we're all over here going man i wish there was more competition more competition but then there are people out there that go out of the only two companies that do the thing that i'm interested in i'm just never gonna buy one yeah so yeah these you're literally making monopolies for yourself arbitrarily so yeah. you're making the situation worse well i don't get that that logic does not work for yeah. me it's the same like uh, like think about the stuff that i say on a daily basis and one is a lot of people say what's the next nvidia gpu that i should buy and i'm like you're never going to even just look at amd you're never going to consider them at all like you're not going to look at what they offer no you're just going to buy nvidia so you're like and, and that's the same thing jerry's doing with 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 intel essentially he's going I, I don't care what intel has i'm just gonna look at amd it just it just leads to higher pricing mate that's what it leads to uh, i have an asus crosshair hero f uh, 6 and it runs all gens of amd cpus say that to intel i'm like mate, i we're 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 both on the same page here i, I agree with what you're saying but i mean tell me what two one hundred dollar intel cpu can play every game out there and not yeah there there's nothing amd's not even close to this in fact even intel's not even close to this this cpu because like i said dude i already did the tests on this if you're looking to buy a new cpu i have some used options that can compete but there's nothing even close even the 12400 isn't even in the same realm as this this is the most performance per dollar that you've probably ever gotten from any company ever for gaming game after caveat that thing kicks the ever-living stuffing out of a 7700k which in 2017 was a 330 dollar part from intel and it kicks the stuffing out of it kicks it in its teeth and hurts it right <laughs> i mean i don't, I don't want to ruin it but this thing if you buy if you want to buy a 5800x basically you're going to get the same performance out of this for a third the price or less. I'm going to put it that way. Uh, Denver, thank you for the two. AMD's current 12100 competitor is a two-core Zen Plus. <laughs> yeah. You're probably not wrong, mate. You're probably not wrong. It's uh, yeah. yeah. So, as I said, I like uh, Jerry, I understand your hatred of... of, of uh, amd or oh, sorry of intel um the build was never supposed to be intel the build was supposed to be a cheap but decent linux machine and i went out there and sourced the parts 
And the reality is an ITX board, which is what I need for this case, costs 150 bucks from AMD and it costs 100 bucks from Intel. That's the reality. So, I mean, even on the platform costs, Intel's cheaper, right? Because a B660 ITX, a B5, B6, a B560, a B550, God, I'm all over the place. A B550 um, costs 150 bucks for an ITX board. It's the cheapest. Uh, Intel offers a B uh b660 for a hundred and i think it's 110 or 109 so even the board is cheaper so i mean yeah, well i mean there you go uh yeah jerry's like chris tell me what game needs more that a 5800x for gaming 5600 whatever um i mean almost no games i i, I think he means like a mid-range graphics card yeah no games need more than that I mean, realistically, almost no games need more than this. That's what I'm saying. So I, I don't understand your point. But anyways, we can talk about this all day. I've got the benchmarks coming out. You guys aren't going to believe them because it's absolutely insane. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that's with the good DDR4 RAM. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, def you definitely need that. That's kind of the asterisk. But even yeah. out of the box, this thing's pretty damn good. Injuries like for ITX, you could have gotten away with an A. 530 i could have absolutely gotten away with it I, a330 is the same if not more expensive than the b660 so you know that's yeah, the problem even the a3 a530s are expensive from amd uh yeah if you know gpu the 12 1 12 100 is 179 canadian we yeah, which is about 120 bucks in euro i think yeah, I think they're 130 with the iGPU. Yeah. But I mean, you can get the Fs for 99 US dollars. So if you have a DGPU, which I'm assuming if you're gaming, you're going to have a DGPU. Um, yeah, Nine, 99 bucks, boys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fair. Like I said, the, the, the 12 400, they're like 159 now, which is crazy. So mm -hmm. like if you happen to need the more cores, that's, I don't know. To me, there, there's just nothing in the AMD lineup that's that's worth it until you hit the X3D, and that's four hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Uh, what will clocks be on Raptor Lake? Uh, uh above five point five. Um, well, he's saying on the four, the the, the cheap. Oh, one. the forty-four. Uh, yeah, it'll be four. It'll be above four point five. Four point five. It'll be above that. I'd say. I'd say about four or five sounds about right. Well, somewhere, what is somewhere it, four, in that neighborhood four now at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, they only go up about a hundred megahertz of gen. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's frightening. The numbers I've heard for for Raptor Lake is very very fast. Um, I I don't want to say exactly because I don't know where it's been. It's five point seven. Okay, there you go. Five point seven is what I've heard. Is that is that out there? Can somebody confirm whether that's out there in the wilderness or not? Because I've heard five point seven. I haven't seen that one, but I mean, I'm sure somebody has said it. I'm sure there's a tweet out there. Uh, that is definitely saying that. Mm, yeah, because five point seven sounds crazy. Right? It sounds like made up numbers. You want to go to the other crazy stuff? I know some of the guys were talking about GPUs. Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot of new news that came out, but you put out a video yesterday, kind of going over your thoughts if you think that they're coming out in July. Mm -hmm. um, it's one of the main reasons why I'm not buying a high end GPU right yeah. now for for my testing. Is what the hell's the point? Yeah. 
Mm, well, I think I think what what I what I said before, like when this first leak came out, I said nothing because I was like, "Is it a leak? Like, is it a leak? Is it real?" Uh, you know, haven't heard five point seven, so yeah, thanks, Paul. No problem, dude. Um, so uh, yeah, I um, I was like, "Is it a leak? Is it not?" And then in the interim, they they leaked that cool. Like, I thought that cooler was bullshit, but then that rumor of it's going to come out in July came out, and then Steve on gamers nexus said the cooler was real so i was like okay well there we go <laughs> this is all lends credence to the fact these GPUs are coming out uh pretty soon because like i believe steve steve has better better info than any other leaker out there like our steve it's hard run box steve like he knows stuff like, he's told me stuff in the past i'm like whoa because he knows every like they go those guys know everything right they go to these shows and everybody wants to tell them everything because they know they're not going to say anything because they, they're all signing NDAs and stuff. Um, so, yeah, you, you you hear this stuff and you're like, wowzers. Um, uh, uh, yeah, it, it's a real possibility we could be seeing uh, NVIDIA GPUs in July, right? And then it's like, well, why are anybody buying GPUs now? Nobody should be buying anything. Nothing. I, I would say the low end will be unaffected. It's going to be... Yeah. The, yeah, but if you're buying a... 400 definitely 500 plus yeah there's just buying no a, point yeah if you're buying a, a 37 3070 or uh 6800 say even a 3060 ti at yeah. this point because those are like 550 dollars don't yeah. do it don't do it because you're gonna get they're gonna be replaced they're gonna be end of life basically for by this new stuff um well I, well they're still gonna sell them what i think is gonna happen is the new stuff's gonna get announced yeah and it's gonna be i think we all kind of agree probably 600 1000 mm. 2000 ballpark right that's what we think for the 90 80 and 70 what's gonna happen is they're gonna go yeah so the 3070 at 600 dollars or 4070 at 600 dollars it matches 3080 ti 3090 3090 one of the three right and they'll have the graphs Guess what the value of those cards do? Boosh! Those go all the way down to 700, and then that's going to squash everything underneath it. Um, even if you say, it, well, it's got more VRAM, it's worth more. Okay, so it goes to $800, and then everything squishes down underneath it. So that's why I'm super excited, man. We're, we're, we're definitely going to see better prices once yeah. we get those price yeah, points. I think it will end this. Like This will draw a line under this. It will finally end the 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 terminal condition that gpu prices have been in even if gpu prices go up to the moon it will end it because there's so going to be this influx of people wanting to sell their stuff that they have to get the new stuff you're going to have this uh and and, it, and then there won't be any miners snapping up the used hardware that it will in fact sort the shit out but i just want to ask both of you boys because it just reminded me of something else and i know connor's in the chat um i'm gonna try and live stream the computex thing on my channel um mm -hmm. would yourself and connor like to join me on my channel to to stream the computex i have no idea what time it is it's, just shoot me the it's 10 p.m gmt so it'll be the normal time that we do our podcasts on uh on wednesdays that's, for instance and that's monday right yeah monday yeah yeah i could join you yeah connor would you like to join me and then we'd have the three of us um might not have us well we'll have us all on camera and then when the thing comes up i'll pop us up we'll just have audio for for the three right. of us while the thing is up and then we'll pop back up afterwards have a discussion i'll start at 9 p.m gmt you guys can jump in whenever you want um 
but I'll, I'll be there from nine because that's that's how you get the thing going but I, I hope i plan to hope to do that i'm not sure i just have to ask my wife make sure everything's cool but yeah i'd like to be there for amd's computex event and i hope connor can join us too connor 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 can you join us That'd be nice. And I want to thank uh, New Doughboy for the five for the build. He said, uh, yeah. fanboys piss him off. Uh, enjoy your Intel system. Fanboys are literally the worst. Um, that's the harsher way of putting it. I think the way that I put it is better. There's only two options. You're going to take away one. More options, more better. That's that's the best way to possibly phrase that. I yeah. like more options. I, I don't care what these companies do to each other. I don't care how shady the tactics are. I don't actually care what mm. these people do because none of these are good guys. See, I used to stand up for AMD when they had good products and everybody shit on them anyway. Like, nobody gave Polaris any, like, it was just completely written off. Yeah. I'm like, this is the best graphics card that's come out, yeah. guys. And when that, that saying, pissed me yeah. off. And uh, same sort of thing with, like, Zen. It's like, no, like, it's not the best, but like we can see like where it's going and the value that it was offering um so that's the reason why like a lot of people thought that i was an amd fanboy it's like no these guys are putting out good products and they're just not getting anything for it once amd decided nah we're big enough we're gonna play the same as everybody else i treat them the same as everybody else they're no better than nvidia or intel so if you want to support a company that's just as bad as the other ones don't be mad when there's other people that only support the companies you don't like because none of these companies are good they're all bad. Yeah. Just buy whatever's best for you. Yeah. Connor said, uh, possibly I'll take a look. Do take a look and get back to me, Connor, beforehand. But it'd be nice to have the three of us on. I think it'd be an interesting discussion. I agree with you, Chris. Um, Polaris was a monster, um, which never got the credit it was deserved. It was a forward-looking architecture that got better with time. And then you look at the competing with uh, a DirectX 11 monster that was the the 1060. Like the 1060 is terrible at everything that's not DirectX 11. Um, and you see that it reflected in the games as, as the two architectures matured. AMD kicks the ever-living stuffing out of the 1060 now. Um, they did not launch and we could have all told you that because the the more shaders the amount of vram it had that it was a wider architecture and so on and so forth we all knew that, that actually gonna... supports direct x12 yes yes with with direct x12 feature sets yes, yeah exactly um, <laughs> yeah. you know and vulcan and so on and so forth and you know could do a hdr without shitting the bed and so on and so forth so you know there was lots of stuff that we knew that would happen with the, with that graphics card and it would get better with time people didn't give it the credit that we all gave it and I think that you're right, like I, Chris. I started my channel because I thought nobody gave AMD a fair shout, um, in terms of the graphics, uh, and in terms of the CPU. When I seen like a six D, a six core for like two hundred bucks, I was like, Ooh. Intel has a big deal. Wow, big deal. Like, that's such a big deal, and nobody gave them a fair shout. Even though it's it's terrible in terms of gaming, and it did lose. Um, it was still a big deal, and um, and and then when you look at the way AMD has metamorphosized itself into this company who thinks they're in the lead. And I think they're going to piss their lead away because of the way they're treating the consumers. Uh, I just, yeah, we have to sit there and we have to call a spade a spade when we see us. Like when we see something, we have to say that it's bad or it's good. And the way we, we both myself and Chris see AMD going is a company that's in a self-destruct mode, I think. 
Um, I think that they're just the same. They're acting the same as the other guys, which is fine. It's just they're not in the position where it makes sense for them to do it, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, but, but let's hey, look at white they're, people. They're, bought allowed, they're allowed to do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, but it's let's, their company. Let's not look mine. at why people bought AMD. They bought AMD because they were the other guy doing the things that people wished AMD or value. Uh, Nvidia and Plain Intel. Plain and simple, value. Yeah, but it's value. But it's also like you know the long-term motherboard support, the the including a box cooler the That's overclocking value. support value. Product. Yeah, but this was things that intel would never give you or nvidia would never give you and i think people looked them as the i think that you're you're going all value but i think other people looked at them as well and went well these are a company that that are these are the other company you know they're these are the fighting the right fight you know what i mean and I think that that's the wrong mentality. Yeah, but I think that's the it's way people to... took took the mentality. I think that's the way right. they were seen. I agree. And 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 then you know we uh, we said it. We said as soon as AMD is on top, watch what happens. And they got on top. And the first gen they were ever on top was the first gen they put up prices to like astronomical levels. Much uh, higher. First chance much, they had a they had a they had a chance to go on. You got a six core for for three hundred three hundred bucks, boys. So six core went from two hundred bucks to three hundred bucks. First chance they got, like, you know, it's 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 bad. Yeah. Well, we got Preston. Thank you for the two. He says uh, I down was with Nvidia six years ago. I think you meant I was down with Nvidia uh, six years ago. Now F Nvidia. I mean, did they? Well, it's not even so much NVIDIA that would do this, but did you get, like, a bad card? Did drivers corrupt your operation? Like, that sort of stuff I get, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, if the thing broke, caught on fire, you know? Like, that'll... You know, it's like buying a car. Yeah. If the thing breaks down as a lemon, you're probably never buying that brand again. Yeah. But if it's just NVIDIA does shady wow. tactics, who cares? That doesn't affect you. But what doesn't affect you at all. What annoys me is, like, 12 to 20, 2080 Ti. 1200 bucks first 1200 book graphics card ever we all said it was terrible value don't buy it right came with space invaders did you know that came with a free copy of space invaders like a but nvidia but amd has bad drivers like this is you know the kind of stuff that uh you know the the, the 3080 came out great value fantastic 30 3090 came out terrible value came with a free copy of black screen dropping out of games but you know uh uh, AMD has bad drivers. You know, these are these are the narratives that I started a YouTube channel to correct because I'm like, you know, uh, I see all of the people saying bad things about AMD and then, but then AMD comes with the, oh, you try and plug two deep, two GPUs into Radeon 7 or two displays into GPU, into Radeon 7. Well, we're just not going to work then anymore. It's <laughs> not going to, we're not going to display on the second display or the primary display, by the way. Um, oh, oh, you want to, you, you think that 700 bucks is a lot? Well, 700 bucks for our card, that's, 10% slower than the other guys. <laughs> so, uh, just, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Or X 690, which is what they were going to call it, by the way, which is what they were going to call it, is now 450 bucks, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, but my, my whole point is just stop. Who gives a shit what the companies do? They're all shitty companies. Before AMD was looked at as, like you said, kind of like a good company. They were trying to fight the good fight. They offered the best possible value. They offered, you know, the most consumer-friendly uh, feature set. So that's why they were looked on fondly. They don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. So stop. Just stop with that. They're not good. They're all shit companies. Buy the cheapest thing that does what you want. It's just that simple. Yeah. I was actually going to title this one, Are You Ready for Next Gen? Because how many of you guys that are like, yeah, I'm excited for all this stuff, did actually sit down and think about it. Like, how many... How many frame rates do you need 
Like, what performance tier are you actually trying to get? Mm -hmm. Because I guarantee you most people be just happy with a 6800 XT 3080 level graphics card. Cool. So if that's the performance tier that you want, then you got to figure out how much you want to pay for that. Mm -hmm. And then once a used 3080 or 6800 XT hits that price point, that's when you buy. Yeah. And then you're done. And then you don't worry about this stuff. Yeah. Professor Yard, thank you for two. Thanks for the stream, boys. Connor says, Paul, my NVIDIA card um, causes black screens in multi-monitor mode sometimes, LOL. So NVIDIA isn't perfect. I'm, I 100% right. believe you and are, are with you on that. I just think that I don't... Why isn't that the narrative, right? Why has it become AMD's drivers are bad and NVIDIA's drivers are perfect? They're not. NVIDIA's drivers break all the time the same way AMD's drivers break all the time. And that's the reason why I started a channel was to talk about that. But, you know, as you get into the channel and as you get into years and years of trying to be positive to AMD, you can't be a hypocrite and say good things about AMD when they're doing terrible things. Like, I think that's what people want me to do. I think people want me to remain positive on AMD no matter I, what. I, I would just say, I would say ignore all of it. Yeah. Ignore the politics. It doesn't matter. Who has the best at the lowest price? Mm -hmm. 12100 wins across the board. Intel's best. Yeah. End of story. It's yeah. just that simple. Yeah. Um, this one right here, we have a chap sticker bomber or stick bomber. Uh, they are good though. See, this is this is the problem. He says they are good though. Look at AM4. F the drama. No, they are not good. AMD is a shit awful company. Look at AM4. I'll use your own example. They did not want to bring Zen 3 to be B450, X470, B350, or X370. It took the backlash of the community to even support that. Mm. AMD is a shit company, same as NVIDIA, same as Intel. So don't treat them better. They're awful human beings. Mm. As long as they make the thing you want at the price you want, then you buy them. Otherwise, don't buy their shit. Yeah. Fine. Re reward good pro-consumer. Um, reward value. Reward value, exactly. Good, yeah, good, good consumer, you know, activities by paying your money to the company that offers good stuff and people are like drama 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 there's no drama at all absolutely no drama mate like it is the truth amd was a good company that offered good value and now they're a kind of a mere company that offer mere value and nvidia have always been the 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 premium brand that offers you crazy performance but terrible value that's what mm -hmm. nvidia have always been and my hope was that AMD would force NVIDIA to drive down prices so that we'd get a price where you, a, a thing where people would buy a AMD because NVIDIA were offering terrible value. And what I learned doing this for, what is it, three, four years now, is that, in fact, that never happens. <laughs> people will just buy NVIDIA anyway and, uh, and will fucking hate you if you say anything negative about the company that you... You, you know that they love which is amd right well i mean it, it's just a rational stuff mm -hmm. uh yeah they aren't people they're soulless corporations which are run by people which have souls hopefully mm -hmm. um anyways uh let's see got a question from maladen uh does lower resolutions look blurry on oled like on lcd due to scaling yes 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 this is the, the same thing 
Uh, but on OLED, you have 4K, which means you can go down to 1080p for perfect scaling. So if you need uh, lower resolutions for higher frame rate, you can easily do that. And it'll look just like if it was a native 1080p mm -hmm. display. So that's good. Or, I mean, hopefully FSR 2.0 comes on uh, everything. Kind of like what they did in Linux. You can use FSR in literally every game. So it, you, you can lower resolutions to like weird things and it'll still look okay. So mm -hmm. uh, RSR on uh, Windows would be the way to go. I'm really surprised NVIDIA hasn't got on board with something like that, to be honest. Something where you could do, like let's say you have a 1080p display, 720p looks like shit, but you can run the game at nine 900p or whatever. Have some sort of algorithm, some offline DLSS type thing to, to smooth that out. I don't know why that they don't, but they don't. Yeah, Denver Tankyman 5, uh, we have computer labs full of NVIDIA cards. I'm always fighting them. Our uh, eSports machines are all AMD and they're far more reliable. Well, there you go. There you go. It's like, that's my argument. That was my argument. It's like, I've had AMD cards. I've never had any issues. People right. wanted to say they had issues and Chris said he had issues. So, you know, and I'm not calling Chris a liar. I would never call Chris a liar. Um, I just said to Chris, send me the games that you have issues with. <laughs> not my card. Uh, but like I just never had any issues. That's the reality of my experience with AMD. Um, but I've I've never had any issues with Nvidia either. I I'm sure in the past I've had issues like with the Radeon Seven. I had massive issues with uh previous Nvidia cards. I had massive issues. Like you know I remember cross firing AMD cards and it was never an issue. No matter what manufacturer you had, crossfire would just work. I remember trying to make crossfire work on an Nvidia card that didn't match specifically the same brand of card from nvidia and it just didn't work you know <laughs> and and you know what i've seen i've seen a, a paul paul did a video recently you know paul's hardware did a video and he was trying to do crossfire 3090 ti's because he wanted to build the best gaming pc ever mm -hmm. and um he had two off brand and what was really funny was the fingers were in the wrong place chris so you couldn't even put the sli bridge on you know, because they, they didn't yeah. line up. Like, that's fucking crazy, right? <laughs> well, for NVIDIA, it was always that way. You needed two of the exact same models. Uh, technically, it worked. It, you needed two of the exact same. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, they both have their quirks, whatever. I mean, for me, they, they both... I don't have that many issues with either. That's why I have no problem buying either. It just comes down to who offers the most value. I mean, yeah. it's that simple, guys. Brian saying, did you see Jim's video the other day? Uh, I did not. Yeah, he was basically leaking some stuff about uh, Epic. Um, yeah, so, I, I, I just don't care about Epic at all. Yeah, because that's what, that's what, it, yeah. it doesn't translate down anymore. Yeah, so um, the, the, the basic co uh, conclusion was, well, one of the basic conclusions was that uh, Epic will have will be an APU, um, but I said that like. I think I think Jim said that. I years said ago. that a year and a half ago. Like you know, what I mean, Jim said it too, but I I said it before Jim. But like it was just because she Sel was saying Celso said she it, was yeah. saying heterogeneous, and I was like, well, that means she's gonna put like probably GPUs on 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 CPU, right? Like that's that's what heterogeneous means to me, and maybe an FPGA or whatever. Like that's what it, it means to me. So. Well, Nathan is late. Damn, you are late, Nathan. Where have you been? Yeah, come on, man. We didn't have you haggling us uh, mm -hmm. before we came on. It felt weird. 
So weird not being trolled before we even went live. Uh, my 6700 <laughs> uh, XT has an audio problem uh, tied to VRAM stability. Can listen to Spotify at rest without issue. Can't mute the game audio and play music because of all the cuts. Wow. Yeah. Didn't know about that. Well, that sounds like uh, it's just him. I mean, you might want to just RMA that thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Greg was saying, talk about game performance. I had a realization that I love double A games, not triple A. I, I can agree with that. My last three gems, Battle Brothers, Vargas, King Arthur. Um, so my, I think that's Haswell system with a 1080 is fine till UE5 comes out. Yeah, and it's not even like UE5 is like this this thing. Like everybody's like, yeah, you want all this stuff for UE5. Until the games are actually out, you don't actually even know what you need. And by then the stuff's gonna be cheaper anyway. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm I'm just not a big fan of buying stuff for things that maybe two or three years away that you can then get at that point for way less money. Yeah. Buy for buy for what you need today. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that's the way to look at it and also consider donating for my lovely linux pc no no yes no. i mean i already donated I, I don't know what more you want from me <laughs> give me ram and a cpu what do you want thank you chris <laughs> well it was just funny because you were i know you're talking to them but it looked like you were looking at me i'm like what, what else do you want from me man <laughs> <laughs> i've done my part <laughs> that's right i'm chipping in here yeah uh all righty so we're kind of getting to that point there's there's not a whole lot to talk about with the gpus uh there there actually was one thing because we were talking a lot about it the other day what i think would be best case scenario is what i was thinking if amd wins by let's say like that 20 to 30 percent where we're it's possible right what if amd completely reverses course on what they've been doing on their radeon which is price to performance with nvidia but instead offers one tier above at one tier lower that's where that 7600 xt leak which is i know it's just made up it's somebody's guess uh matching the top performance gpus of this generation could theoretically be true um i think at that point i think that'd be the best case for amd because at that level where they're offering 20 to 30 percent more performance mm. that'll even make up if nvidia is stronger at ray tracing there's still a tier up, so I think they would probably wash. Yeah. I, th- I think that would win. I think that would be the winning strategy. I yeah. think that's the best case scenario for AMD. I think AMD is, know that. is to yeah. do that. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, what well, you mean like the, the Navi 33 being kind of 500 bucks, but like faster than the 6900 XT, that kind of, that, that kind of card? Well, we all expect the 30, let's just use 4070, for example. That's the one a lot yeah. of people watching this will buy. We're expecting that to be, let's just say 3090 level, mm-hmm. okay? But AMD offered, and that's going to be five or $600. Let's say AMD offers that at the four to $500, like $100, $200 less, and basically at the 4060 price point. So whatever the 4060 costs, they're giving you 4070 level performance. At the 4050 price point, they're offering 4060 level performance. At the 4070 price point, they're offering 4080 level performance. Yeah. I, I think that that would be the perfect winning strategy if they have that extra edge in performance. Use it, scale it down, and basically make NVIDIA unrecommendable by yeah. anybody. Yeah, well, that's what they have to do, right? And it, it and I've said before is they have to put to bed anything that NVIDIA have to offer that people can say is a 
is is I would have to use Nvidia because X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? Like you know, Connor came on and he's like, "Oh, AMD's cards are really good, but I can't use them because they don't do Adobe, right?" Um, and you know, I I I had AMD and I never had an issue because I don't use Adobe. Um, well, he said that they fixed that. Yeah, it does. They work. did fix it, but like you know, I mean, I had I didn't have that issue, so, um. Yes, AMD, but AMD also have to come in with making the making all of those arguments redundant. Because I think even knocking a hundred bucks off is fine, as great, as amazing. And I would be like, why aren't you buying this, boys? But I think that it doesn't win wash with the big guys like the Linuses of this world. If you just don't, if you don't nip in the bud all of the arguments that they will have, because they will have them. Like they will absolutely have them. When Nvidia well, wins them. I left this part out, so let's take a step back. So right now, what does NVIDIA have? They have DLSS. Well, that's already kind of getting taken care of, and we can talk about that here in a sec. And then they have ray tracing. Okay. We're fairly certain that they can take care of that. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, the Adobe stuff's already handled. Um, NVIDIA or AMD's drivers, uh, mm -hmm. they got a nice DirectX 11 bump. You could say OpenGL, but how many, besides like the old farts oh, like me that ooh, like OpenGL ooh, games? Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, I heard through the grapevine, AMD's going to have up to 15 to 20 something percent performance boost with their next driver revision on OpenGL. That's not even close. They need like a 200%. Like uh. they're. Like a 6900 XT will lose to like Maxwell yeah. <laughs> in OpenGL. Like it's, it, they, they really well, need to start from scratch. Massive increase uh, in OpenGL. That's what I heard. Yeah, but I'll, t I'll start with 15, but whatever. I mean, the, the point is nobody really gives a shit because nobody uses it anymore. Yeah. Uh, and most of the OpenGL games are so old. It, it's just like Wolfenstein, the new order. It's, it's like in that era where it's new enough that OpenGL performance needs to be decent. Um, because it's not like, you know, Quake 3. Mm -hmm. Who gives a shit? You're getting 8,000 FPS on everything. Um, so, yeah, there's there's just very few games that that matters. Uh, Budlaw, but, thank you for the five. Uh, for the Linux PC, save me from Windows. Thank you, dude. Appreciate that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And then Denver, thank you for the five. Uh, remember uh, when the 5700 XT launched for a few months, it was on par with a 2080 before NVIDIA released uh, God Tier Driver. If AMD had volume, they'd have stayed. They ha they would they slayed slayed. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I agree, mate. I agree. Uh, I I like. I mean, like a twenty eighty is still like a twenty seventy super is essentially a twenty eighty. Like, and I think the fifty seven hundred XT yeah. is on par with that card, if not better than it now. So I think they yeah. Did it was it. it was losing by like five or ten percent, but yeah, I'd say it's on par now yeah. with driver updates. So they do the thing that they were supposed to do eventually. Um, sixteen thirty isn't a joke. It's to discontinue the thirty seven, the ten thirty, which is a joke at this point. Uh, no, sixteen thirty is a joke, mate. I mean, it doesn't doesn't matter. It's below APU levels. Yeah. So it, I mean, it's for somebody that just needs display output. AMD's uh, so. yeah. When when if AMD sixty eight hundred U beats it, well, it's a joke, right? So. Yeah, well, it's it's not meant to do what we would want it to do anyway. Ooh. So it's it's just not a card for that. Thank you for the two, mate. Who whoever that was on the PayPal's donations. 
There you go. They're getting you there, boy. They're getting you. Natreja? Dude, I can't pronounce your name. Uh, A little donation towards the Linux PC. Thank you, dude. Appreciate that, man. There you go. Got all my junk going on. Um, But yeah, so I I think that that'd be the winning strategy for AMD if they uh, really wanted to compete, if they have the performance win. I do agree with Connor, though. I think that next gen is going to be more competitive than we were originally thinking. But under this situation, even let's say they're tied, it would still make sense for them to just let NVIDIA have the 2,500 whatever price point mm-hmm. and just offer the better value. So, for example, let's say they match the, the 4090 when that comes out. Let's say that's all AMD can do, just in this example. The trouble with that price point is, is that nobody respects you if you don't charge more money. It, it's just the elitism. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a different category. Mm-hmm. But still, if you offer like, like I said, forty eighty performance at forty seventy prices, that's the category that's going to get you the most sales anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. The high end is too crazy, man. Curtis, thank you for the five. Uh, doesn't AMD supply the console GPUs? That that's the volume for them. They didn't seem serious about uh pc gpu market we'll see what they uh, respond with yeah mate that's a good shout i suppose it's like yeah they do have the console gpu market so um i think we forget about that sometimes in that everybody who buys a console instead of buying an nvidia gpu that's a sale towards amd rather than a sale towards nvidia um but, uh, I don't know. I mean, from our perspective, I mean, the console market's irrelevant mm-hmm. for the most part because it doesn't affect me one way or the other mm-hmm. um, what what they use. But yeah, you... I, I think that I think this generation is the big deal for AMD because they're not launching new consoles, and if they can get volume, I think that's what it is. Is they mm-hmm. they need we need to see volume on the market and see what they're really serious about doing. Because yeah, if Nvidia's putting five ten million units per quarter out there. Mm-hmm. All right, AMD, at least do three, you know? <laughs> it's like, do do half yeah. and flood the market. So there's no possible way there will ever be a above MSRP uh, or there's no reason for it unless it's overproduced and flood the market with the cards and have them at the best possible price points that, you know, nobody can compete with. And then, you you know, just let the chips fall where they may. I mean, that's really all they can do, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, and Intel has to give away their GPUs for free. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so so that, that's the market breakdown. NVIDIA can charge what they want. AMD has to be 20 to 30% cheaper, and Intel has to give their shit away for free. Yeah. Do you want to get to injury? Yeah. Indre, uh, in, Indredger? In, injury uh, Jew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll just go with that. Uh, scientific, scientific relies too much on... CUDA, okay. Uh, still, AMD needs to get uh, their hip R- Rock'em path up to snuff. Uh, though I hate quad cores and they should die. Uh, is the $10 getting to Linux uh, still plus? Well, we appreciate that. Um, I love quad cores. Personally, like a lot of people just think more cores equals better. It's- such a lie uh, i'd rather have like 400 megs of cash on a quad core than 16 cores that we currently have i mean for gaming you want the lowest possible core count with the most possible ipc mm, yeah um thank you dude for the 10 though i appreciate it man um 
yeah, I I don't know. I I personally I like higher core counts as well. Like I do. Um but that's like me and Chris differ. Like Chris is like 16 gigabytes of RAM is fine for a PC. I'm like the way I use a PC, it's not it's not up to stuff. Mate. It's just not up to snuff. Like 32 yeah. gigs is is where I sit cuz I just like as I said, like let's just do it again, right? You're going to get a black screen when I do this. But uh, a task manager uh, performance. Uh, yeah, I'm using uh, 16 gigabytes of RAM right now. Exactly. And I'm not even gaming. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that comes down to uh, the individual yeah. on that stuff. But I mean, RAM's cheap. Going to 32 gigs, no big deal. Yeah. Connor says he wants two two gigabytes of cash. Let's do it, Connor. Let's get these guys. I want a single core hyper threading. I want it at 100 gigahertz and I want a terabyte of cache. Mm. That's what I want because I guarantee you that runs every game way faster than everything else. <laughs> single core for the win, bitches. Zentry mm. is a okay. <laughs> comparison monster. Com- com- oh, compression. Compression. It is. That AMD is very, very good at that. That's why. Like, even technically faster CPUs that have come through here at gaming, I'm still using Zen 2, because Zen, Zen is very good at certain workloads that Intel can't even touch. Greg, thank you for the 999. For your build, would love uh, to use Linux in my next build. Well, then, continue. Not not, not you, Greg, because you've always... But people, if, if you can, only if you can, but continue to donate, we'll get the Linux PC up and running, and I'll tell you whether I can use it in my daily daily workload as an actual pc that i use i will use it won't cheat at all like no cheating chris is going to give out to me if i cheat so um yeah I, and I, i'll know because he'll let it slip i, I will i will have to, <laughs> i will have to do a two-hour live stream where chris just gives out to me for cheating uh if i have to do it i no, and i will i won't lie like if i if i do have to go back to windows and say well, I had to go back to you'll, Windows. You'll be of, fine. Yeah. Paul, trust me. I, I know what software Paul uses because we've talked about this. Paul is going to be pleasantly surprised when he goes to Linux. He'll be like, man, this works just fine. That's that's the outcome. I already know what the outcome mm-hmm. is. Now, here's the thing. He's going to take a FPS hit mm-hmm. on his game. About 10%. Don't care. Now, I'm already at 300. Whether he can handle that or not, that I can't speak to. Already at 300 FPS, so uh, I think 10% I'll be able to manage with all right well we'll we'll see but other than that yeah he's gonna be doing just fine but yeah that should be fun you know because you've never done linux before right yeah no never so you're like a complete noob no so, complete, I, absolutely I, I, complete uh, last time i used linux was red hat linux uh in in the 90s okay so yeah i think that that'll be really really fun because then that's kind of like you guys who've never experienced it before. You could live vicariously through Paul. So that'd be fun. So I owe you 154 because uh, Nat- Natreya, or whatever his name is, I, I can't, he wanted to give you $2 as well. So I owe you two bucks, man. All right. Thank you. Thank you for the support. Um, yeah, I'm going to need a lot of money. Uh, probably more than your entire build for <laughs> next gen <laughs> GPU. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous what I'm expecting those things to cost. Yeah. Well, but, as I said, I will. I, if if I'm not, if I if Linux is gonna be my primary build, different story. But um, if I plan on selling the build, I'll sell the build and I'll give you your cut out of it. So that will go towards the. Oh, I'm not too worried about it. Yeah. But I appreciate that. All right. Uh, so we want to jump on over to questions. 
Yeah. Questions. We are about at that spot. Yeah. Technomics questions. Okay. All right. Good questions. This one's from Injury, and he says AMD should do ITX specific chips. Uh, this generation, they shunted the X300 and no board. Uh, makers made anything with it last generation, even though it made uh, the most sense for ITX this gen uh, with 28. PCI Express five lanes, no point not to do it. Uh, do you need a real controller for a uh, real controller for ITX? Don't understand any of that. I yeah, I unfortunately don't understand where he's trying to go with that one. Yeah, um, sorry, injury. Ask again in chat. I, I I really don't understand. And then John Collins is making this thing happen for the, for the Linux, Linux build. build. Thank you, dude. Thank you, buddy. By the way, John John's hooking me up with a lot of old parts, so oh, yeah? he's helping me get some of this testing done. Yeah, so I got nice. uh, he sent over his thirty two hundred G and a B four fifty, and uh, UB's helping out too. He's sending me a Ryzen eighteen hundred X and a seventeen hundred X. So great. I want to thank the yeah, you guys are awesome. So thank you so much. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna have this giant wall of comparisons, so this way we can see where CPUs really land. Eight hundred X as well, so UB's fantastic. All right. So next question this is from Denver. Uh, do you guys think that with all of the ASICs coming to processors, uh, we'll get bloated silicon like in each task? Uh, it will have a performance of X, but cost triple X. Uh, and uh, could and could we have uh, just had fast or could have been just as fast if we had done it in software. So basically if they're going to make like literally every, like the Adobe chiplet and then you have the Cinebench chiplet, mm. like it, do, do, I don't think it's going to get yeah, quite that insane. Yeah, I don't think it's going to get quite that insane either. Um, but yeah, it, the, I think with, with the advent of Intel, uh, not Intel, sorry, Apple. Yeah, Apple, Apple Silicon. Um, I think you have to learn that you have to have accelerators in there. Um, I don't think that we're going to see those in in uh, AMD or Intel in the near future. Genuinely, I don't. Um, so, no, I don't think we're going to see this bloated architecture with all of these accelerators um, this generation anyway. So, uh, there's talk of some sort of AI accelerator in the next Zen 5. I don't know whether I've spoken out of class in that one, but there is talk of that. Well, I I know Intel's going to do it, but it'll probably be a part of the GPU portion of yeah. the CPU. That'd be yeah. my guess. Yeah, that'd be my well, guess. Well, with AMD, there's definitely going to be some AI accelerator. But as I said, I don't know whether I spoke outside of class or not with that one. But um, yeah, I I don't think we're going to see it with the next generation silicon. So we're not going to see. Excel I th I think as far as I know. 5 nanometer Zen 4 is 70 millimeter squared again. So it's the same size. So I don't imagine that's going to happen. This generation or anyway. Yeah, I pretty much agree with Paul on that one. Mm -hmm. it, it's going to be kind of a niche use case. Yeah, Raymond, thank you for the five. Uh, Paul, I'm just curious which flavor of Linux uh, you plan, to, plan on using. I'm going to ask Chris. Chris, I was going to say, uh, which Linux gonna flavor a, am I going to use? He's going on Pop because it's super easy. Okay, Maybe pop. Ubuntu. I mean, e either one. Um, I'll let him kind of look around at those two. But okay. we'll, we'll keep them pretty simple. 
So this way, he'll just get up and running. And be Pop OS. <laughs> um, I've also seen uh, Linus talk about Pop OS and how great it is. So probably Pop OS. Not Linus himself, but... Uh, what's well, his he, name? He, tr- he tried it and he broke it. All right. Uh, no, it's... Uh, <laughs> what's his name? The guy who does all his GPU testing back in... Anthony? Anthony. Anthony, that's the one. Anthony swears by Pop OS, so that's probably what I'll try. It's... it's user it's easy so we'll start there okay preston thank you for the two uh uh as usual great show please read dr forbin's discord i yeah if you if dr forbin if you put it in the thing i will read it did you put it in my um in the techonomics podcast questions channel if you didn't please copy and paste and put it in the techonomics discord question techonomics questions channel and, and they'll just say a new Ubuntu should be very easy yeah yeah Ubuntu and pop which is based on Debian I mean they're both super easy um yeah I tried, you... I tried both of their new updated the 2204s I actually don't like either of them I still prefer 2110 so I don't know but he asked me the same question actually with all the accelerators coming to this is what Denver asked me with all the accelerators coming to CPU do you think uh we'll see a in game engines apis accelerators like in specific like a specific core count just for that stupid high single core directx 11 load or do you think uh we'll have apis adapted to higher core count uh, or to run on e on all of those e-cars um what do you think chris do you think they'll run all the e-cores no, no. Game, game engines aren't ever going to scale that good. Um, to be perfectly honest, we're getting to the point where CPU isn't really that big of a deal for gaming. Like, we're talking about, oh, this game only gets 200 FPS versus 300 FPS. Mm, yeah. We're, we're, lit- we're literally getting to the point where CPU just is irrelevant when it comes to gaming. Um, it's all going to be graphics. So virtually all of your advancements going to be on graphics and fidelity and that sort of stuff moving forward um that's just the way that it's gonna go in terms of accelerators there might be like ai accelerators and like that sort of stuff to make the games look but it's all gonna be visuals it's all gonna be visually focused uh jto is like paul do you have still have the 5800x and mobile lying around now that you're on a 12600 um yeah daz is using it so it's been used so it's over there so i don't have it i can't use it so um do you have a question? Yeah, so this is from Danny L. Uh, when you're not doing PC-related things, what is the ideal thing that you like to do on your days off? Uh, which you never have days off when you're a YouTuber, but you take a lot of time off. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says so spending time with family. Yeah, that's that's what I do. Hanging out outside with the kids. Yeah, I I love just like my, my kid. Well, I planted flowers. In, we have these flower beds next to the shit. We have this big old it's like a listed building you know do you know what a listed building is no i'm assuming it's just you said like a shed so no, it's a listed building like as in like a historical building so you can't really do oh okay to, yeah if you're going to re- you. renovate it you have to renovate it to the, like the period that it would have been renovated so our shed is a listed building um and just beside it we've got all these flower beds um and yeah just yesterday we we're out there digging digging up holes and planting flowers it's lovely to spend time with my daughter 
and just plant flowers and she was really really enjoying it it's really nice to have that time um any time that i spend outside with my daughter it's just amazing like just genuinely yeah. like i don't I, like my daughter sometimes sits there banging on the shed on the window of the shed <laughs> daddy come out daddy 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 so yeah it's lovely yeah well i make sure Whoa. you know i go out for two hours with the kid every day and then usually another hour or two in the afternoon after nap time so we're, we're out there quite a bit that's that's what we do when it's nice out um arnold news one thank you for the 20 you absolute lunatic dude i appreciate that paul what's the deal with irish sauce is that a real thing Irish sauce uh, thought it was whiskey in, in the states we call it hamburger relish relish do you but uh that's I mean, uh, uh, uh what a shite to taste uh, if um i sucker or marketing will jensen to uh fool me again irish like relish burger relish what the fuck that's like your chopped up pickles with the radishes yeah and yeah that's, that's relish that sort of uh, relish is anything like chunky right like, what, like yeah 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 it's chunky yeah we have the same yeah uh sauce is like it's like pureed right so yeah um well jensen fool you again he's gonna try real hard jensen's gonna stand on the stage and tell you that even whether it is or isn't jensen's gonna say something like the 3090 is twice as fast as uh, the 4090 is twice as fast as the 40 the 3090 and even if it isn't he's gonna make it look like it is because that's what he did with the 3080 versus the 2080 right so that's jensen yeah he'll find the one benchmark that he can show up there that he's not completely full of shit but so, yeah he's gonna make you want to spend all your money thank that's you so much literally for the 20, though, dude i appreciate that so much but yeah um we, we yeah sauce is 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 two things in ireland so sauce means alcohol <laughs> um or it means he's, he's saying ballyho sauce ballyho sauce I, I don't know what that is where where did he did he say that in the chat in chat oh ballyho sauce no never heard of ballyho sauce ballymaloo i've heard of that ballymaloo um, but no, I've never heard of it. Um, it's probably like some made up bullshit. And also, Pilagoon, thank you for the 50 sec. Uh, Chris, uh, how goes it with the uh, org? I said, of course, oh, I said, of course, testing. I think uh, it on my 12700 and it loaded up uh, the main thread to 84%. While my friend's 12, 10, 900K, 10, 900K was 99%. Yeah, did you have the same? Yeah, I'm not using a Zeto Corsa in my test suite. Sorry, buddy. I know we were talking about it. Uh, it did not make the cut. So, sorry. Uh, no this, no data for you on that one. That's the brand. So, like, Bally Malou. Uh, it's a supermarket. It's just labeled Irish sauce um or don't there's no such thing as irish sauce you've 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 basically bought something that doesn't exist there's no such thing as irish sauce. <laughs> he's always he's over there saying he's addicted to this stuff well hey man if you like it yeah keep if you going like it, it. Yeah, it doesn't matter but it's not irish sauce. there's no such thing we have ketchup right. ketchup is irish sauce or mayonnaise <laughs> we we use the same sauce as you do all right i think it's your question yeah it is my your question we, yeah. Uh, are we doing after hours after this by the way 
I mean, we can. Yeah. We can definitely do that. If the boys want to do that. Yeah. So if you guys want to join on in to do that, you got to become a member either on either of our individual channels or this one, and then you get access to both of our discords uh, or Patreon. Links are down below if you want to help support. That'll also go towards Paul's PC build and me getting a higher-end GPU for further CPU testing. So Ryzen says, will Intel ever catch up in efficient in power efficiency and battery life on mobile to AMD? Wait, what was that? Will uh, Intel ever catch up? Catch is he up, saying? Yeah, in power efficiency and battery life uh, on mobile to AMD. You say they're already kind of there. Alder Lake's pretty damn close in terms of performance per watt. So. I don't think so. I, I, I genuinely, I think, I think, I, I think, uh, that's the only, the only last bastion where AMD is in fact ahead is performance per watt. I think, if you look at the performance per watt, AMD is in fact ahead. But it's the last bastion of it. Um, AMD will go ahead again. I think with uh, Zen Four, but it doesn't look like it's going to be massively ahead because. If you hear 175 watts, that's nearly Intel numbers, right? Well, the reason why I think that they're pushing that hard is because they're not, it, especially compared to the X3D, I don't think it's, it, at the same power draw, I bet you it loses. I bet you mm. Zen 4 is worse than X3D. So they have to push the power just to win. Maybe, maybe we'll see. But it's like, yeah, that's pretty high power draw for, for a desktop part. It's pretty high. I remember even with the highest, what was it, eighteen hundred X when they first started? It was was it seventy five watt TDP? It was it was ninety five. Ninety five, ninety five, and then twenty seven hundred X started at the one hundred five, yeah, and yeah, we've been yeah, kind of creeping yeah. up since then. It went one hundred five, one hundred five, one hundred five, right? And now it's one seventy five. That's a lot, which tells you that they can't extract the performance that they want without dri driving power up, unless they're adding more cores and we don't know about it yet, right? But even then, even then, it shouldn't go up. <laughs> yeah, they're just pushing clocks way beyond the efficiency curve to try to win. That's yeah. what it is. All right, so this one's for my UB. Uh, can you and Paul do costumes again in the near future? I'm thinking uh, that you you mimic how Paul dresses and he mimics you uh, would be entertaining. All right, so like I'll wear a hoodie and he's got to wear a hat and a black T-shirt. <laughs> cool. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, no problem. We both have glasses, so that works. Uh, so, I'll have to grow uh, my beard out. You'll have to trim yours down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what? Like, if I trim my beard down, three hundred bucks. <laughs> if we get three hundred bucks. We'll, we'll, we'll make a goal on that one when we have everything else that we. Oh, there we go. <laughs> well, <laughs> as, Curtis, as you say, you numbers. Twenty. <laughs> uh, do you think future games will ever take advantage of higher core counts CPUs? Yeah, we already answered this, but. But do you think they will, though? I think eventually they will. I think Chris is less is more negative than I will. I think they I think they eventually will. Yeah. No, IPC keeps increasing at the rate that we're seeing. There's no point. There's no point. They'll keep it on a single thread for forever, basically, um, because there's, there really is no point in them doing all the work that is necessary to make a pro properly hyper threaded game. They don't they don't need to. Hardware is outpacing what the games need in terms of hardware. So there's really just no point. I think there is massively a point, and that is that 
you get there before you need IPC. Um, but it's up to the game well, developers. And I was going to say, game developers are so far behind that, I mean, even today's CPUs, games five years from now aren't even going to budge them. So, I mean, it'll take like 20 years for games to catch up to CPUs that are coming in the next few years. There's just... It's outpacing. The technology is outpacing the software, and it's just going to accelerate. So I, I just don't see that there's any point. All right. This is from... Uh, oh, is it your, it's your turn. Uh, well, either way. This one's from Ryzen. He says, if Intel wins at gaming on Raptor Lake and beats N4 due to the increased cash uh, and they provide better value, so if they're faster and better value at the low end under $300, would Zen 4... What would Zen 4 CPUs appeal to? It's actually a pretty good question. There. Nothing. Uh, I think that we're back to bulldozer error again. Like, you know, like that's the reality of it. If they're if they're better value and they chart like and they're faster, like that's where bulldozer was, right? Bulldozer was terrible value. It was terrible performance per watt. It was just terrible in everything. Um how does amd fall behind again well that's amd losing that's the first time in god knows how long amd is in fact 100 percent lost uh and it's a real possibility and i think amd needs to be wise to that fact that they have a possibility so what amd needs to do is be be cheaper that's the only way they can turn that zero into an egg right is like pretend like they won by being cheaper and uh, I worry because we've seen AMD in the past be very slow to drop their prices. Um, they need to be quickly dropping prices. You know? Uh, yeah, I mean, personally, we're talking about two completely different things. I think Zen 4 is going to be much better for, for work applications like they are now. So basically, in that scenario that Ryzen gave us, Zen 4 would not be for gaming. Mm -hmm. It's just that simple. Gamers wouldn't buy it. Other people would. So I think that that'd be fine.